Hey guys, a very exciting announcement to make. Birthbox is now live. An online hypnobirthing program getting you informed, ready and excited for birth. Check it out in the link below and enjoy the podcast. Hi guys, welcome to the podcast. I hope you're all doing well. You're listening to Pop That Mama, a passionate first-time mum sharing my tips and tools for a positive pregnancy, childbirth and journey into motherhood. In this episode, Juniper and I are actually going for a walk and I'll be sharing a story about when I gave birth during the COVID-19 pandemic. Enjoy listening. We are coming to you live from our evening walk. It is really cold. You know when it's like a blue sky and then you know it's going to get cold in the evening. So it's really, really cold. But Juniper's nicely wrapped up. Aren't you, bub, bub? Wrapped up in the sling. And we're walking down the road, looking at all the Christmas lights on people's houses. So nice and festive. But yeah, so I just wanted to do this podcast um, because I got inspired over the weekend we went to Tom's parents house and they like to read the Sunday papers on a Sunday very traditional really nice we all sit around and read the papers so I picked up the Guardian and I started reading an article on free birthing the rise of free birthing in the UK and for those of you who don't know what that is it's basically where women give birth without medical assistance and it's quite controversial obviously because things can go wrong and you know it's not for everyone but basically what was disturbing to learn is that women feel that they can't go into hospital anymore because they don't have the choices that they used to have so for example I'm sure all of you know and if you're pregnant and you're listening um, you will know that you know you can't go into hospital unless you're in established labour with your birth partner And look, that is very frightening. Giving birth is one of the most important events in a woman's life. And the fact that you can't have your birth partner with you whilst other people are in restaurants, you know, drawing it up in restaurants where you basically have to go and labour alone. I'm sorry, but that really, really got me angry. And And obviously it's not a new thing, but just reflecting on my whole birth experience during the pandemic and suddenly I just found myself really emotional and really angry and a part of me thought why do I care why do I still care like I've given birth you know technically I'm out of the system now I have you know I'm finished my yellow book goodbye but I'm technically done I don't need to worry and I don't need to care but it is because I genuinely care about this topic and the current situation is not good for women giving birth. You know, I read that nine out of 10 women had to change their birth plans because of this pandemic. And I just think it is heartbreaking and appalling that women have to endure this kind of treatment. And I also think, look, it is an unprecedented time. We are creating rules and we, you know, no one knows the answers to anything. So I do get that. And there's no one really to blame but it's just an absolute shame and it's a shambles that this is going on. But yes, this article brought me back to my experience giving birth during the pandemic. And I will do a birth story. And look, I did have a positive birth experience with Juniper, but it did also go downhill. And um, well, I'll tell you the story basically. So gave birth and 
juniper had swallowed a little bit of meconium um, that was in the sack. And basically we stayed overnight and the next morning she had got sick all down herself and it was green. And the doctor came in and was like, look, we treat green sick really seriously. So we're going to have to take her to ICU and get things checked out. So obviously Tom and I was like, yes, do, do what you need to do in order to make sure things are fine. So they took her away um, to ICU, did a whole load of checks. You know, they did a lumbar puncture in her spine and basically went through every single step to make sure that she was okay. And it was at this point where they discharged us um, because they didn't have enough space on the labour ward. And so they said, look, we need to get the test results back. And once we've got them back, we'll give you a call and get you to come back in. So Tom and I left. I was completely shattered at this point. So tired, not quite sure what was even going on, to tell you the truth. Um, I don't think Tom was really. We were so exhausted, obviously, 15 hours in labour, just given birth completely out of sorts and so we got home obviously checking our phone checking our phone trying to call them no answer um, and obviously getting really worried uh, worried because we hadn't heard from them regarding the test results and also worried because we weren't sure when we were next going to see juniper anyway finally got through to them and i spoke to a lady who basically told me that they hadn't got the test results back and that because there were no beds we wouldn't be able to see her unless it was in visiting hours, which was something like two hours in a day. So obviously at first I was like, well, how am I supposed to feed her? And she said, well, with your consent, we'll put her on formula. And it was at that point where Tom grabbed the phone because my phone was so loud that he could hear. And my face, like I was completely so tired. I, I didn't know what was going on and I didn't know didn't know what to say to her I, I actually had nothing in me to argue and I really wasn't sure who was in the right and who was in the wrong because you're just so confused after giving birth I, I genuinely didn't know what to do and Tom grabbed the phone and I've never seen this side to him I think it was like you know father I don't know he just went into complete like wombat mode like you know war zone ready to take her on and he just said absolutely not we're coming in you can't separate mum and baby, no to formula, we're coming in. And he hung up the phone. So we started packing our stuff, thinking we were going to go back in. And about five minutes later, we got a call from the hospital and it was someone who was obviously very senior um, to apologise, basically, because Juniper was not confirmed to stay in for that, that long at that stage. So... For them to say, oh, we're going to put her in formula without the test results coming back and without any idea of how long she was going to be in there was just completely ridiculous. Anyway, so they apologised profusely to us and um, told us to come back in. So we packed up our stuff, went back in and, you know, luckily they let Tom and I stay in a room together. Um, and at this point, my boobs were engorged because I hadn't fed her. And I do think that separation in the beginning probably did affect our bonding experience because there was a good 10 hours or so. You know, it was a long day before we then got back in there in the evening. Then I fed her. Oh, it was so nice to like see her again. And they got us a room, Tom and I in a room together, and then eventually let us take her down because obviously at that point the test results had come back in and she was fine, but they needed to give her antibiotics. <laughs> Um, in order to just make sure she hadn't 
got any infections but as far as the test results um said that you know they she was fine and there was nothing serious but they wanted to just um you know take precaution and give her the antibiotics to make sure that nothing else would escalate from there but i guess we were really lucky in that tom asserted himself and you know no way jose were they going to separate us from juniper but I know that there are parents who have been separated from their children and it really makes me so angry. But I think it is such a difficult time at the moment, you know, for maternity services, for pregnant women, for everyone. It is a really challenging time. And like I said, there's no one to blame. But I guess my message to you, if you are pregnant and you're giving birth in this pandemic, then, you know, there are rules that we need to adhere to, but there are also circumstances where you actually need to put your foot down and I think nothing changes in the world unless people do something and take action and during this time we have seen groups get together to go against you know the rules around maternity services the rules around you know not being able to labor with your loved ones we have seen groups stand up to this and things are changing because of it but I think back to that time and we could have easily been separated from Juniper for a full week because we were all in there together for a week. And my milk would have dried up. You know, that precious first week of her life, we would have been separated had we not have done something. You know, we believed that it was right for me to be with her. And that's what we stood up to. And look, I do appreciate that there are obviously times where, you know, you don't win and the rules are the rules and you can't get through them or get past them but I think you absolutely have to try and if you are giving birth during this pandemic and you feel that there is an infringement on your right then you need to stand up do whatever you can do to make sure that you get the outcome that you need and that's right for your baby <sighs> anyways I'm walking down the road pacing it up and down the road looking like a bit of a crazy lady um so I better go now but if you are pregnant and due to give birth during COVID, drop me a message. Let me know how you are. Let me know if there's any topics that you want me to expand on. And I really do wish you all the best. Like it has been such a tough year. And obviously I was pregnant and I gave birth during the start of the pandemic and rules were all over the place. And it was really, really difficult. So I do sympathize. All right, guys, I'm going to love you and leave you. Have a lovely day, evening, whatever time it is when you're listening. And lots of love. Bye-bye.